let's not overthink it. That's what I'm, that's my message for, for today. Oh, you're still in Monroe, Louisiana, Laura. I'm, am I happy for you? <clears throat> well, I'm glad you're here. I don't know how, what it would be like to be, see, I like to be able to see all the toys on the top shelf, but then I also feel like I want a little more of me in the shot. So then I got to frame it down. That's the problem with the Mevo. Mevo's got a little wider shot, so we do get that. If I move it back, that works. But anyway, enough of my problems. I did some research on Stoats in addition to doing my final day of the corporate gig, which was over by 1 o'clock, so I have had a little time to have a workout and look into Stoats, and I'm looking forward to a little trip down to the beach. Bob, you're saying the battle with the bureaucrats is ongoing, didn't want to be the community's go-to person on this, but fallen on on you by default. Oh, you got a big speech at the town meeting this Saturday. Well, that's exciting. It's like you're in an episode of Newhart, kind of. Uh, I'm happy about you. Jen, you're having some COVID shot side effects today. Oh, your arm is really sore from shoulder to elbow, <coughs> super tired, and your body's achy, achy, achy. Well, remember that song, Achy, Breaky Heart? Uh, Take care of yourself. Take it easy. I know that I know. I know you do a lot of taking it easy over there because of all your situations that you're in. But uh, man, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry that you're having a rough go of it. But uh, I do think it's for the best. Um, Dave saying his arm was sore, but that's about it. It's fine now. Able to kayak five hours. Yeah, five hours of kayaking, Dave. What the hell? I worked out for a half hour, and I was like, man, I'm cashed in for today. I'm going out for a swim in the beach after this, and that is it. Still in the car at a railroad crossing. Yeah, trains are long, Laura. Um, <laughs> Jen, you're saying it's not too rough. You do it again. Well, I guess you have to do it again, don't you? you got to get that second shot. Um, Oh, your town is not too far from Newhart in, in Vermont. Daryl Daryl and his brother Daryl are right, right down the street. Well, that's, that's good for you. They, they do. It takes them a while, but I think they do manage to get the work done in the end. Um, Keith is saying his arm was tender after second shot, but no worse than the usual flu shot. Well, that's good. Um, Scott, there's no velvet tux jacket. This is a sparkly gold jacket. If you look back to the last corporate gig that I did up in the Bay Area... Well, it's not the last one, but uh, I, I have worn it on the show, but I already hung it up. Maybe I'll wear it next week. Um, so, oh, and Jen's talking about the Pfizer shot. Just in case some people are listening to the audio, they can't read the comments, but that's uh, Jen and Dave both got the Pfizer shot. So stoats, man, stoats are jerks I or creepy, freaky. I mean, this is they're 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 again they're uh, they're like uh, they're related to uh, weasels and ferrets. They're the most widespread mustelidae. Mustelidae uh, that includes uh, weasels, otters, mink, badgers, polecats, wolverines, and skunks. They're all in the same. I think it's a genus, or it might be even be a family. But they're all they're all um, <clears throat> they're all in the same group there. Uh, but but stoats are the most widespread. They're kind of in between size-wise. Um, weasels are the smallest, and ferrets are bigger than stoats. So if you know how big a ferret is, your average stoats is a little smaller than a ferret. And uh, 
Is this a puffy shirt? It's not a puffy shirt, but it's a ruffly shirt. But it's, uh, it's sort of, uh, it's got a little tailory feel to it. Fits me pretty nice. Got it off of the Amazon. <laughs> Those guys. Lady Jerry does not like the Amazon. She will not be here today because um, she's busy. Stoats will eat rats, mice, birds, rabbits, hares, possums, insects, lizard, hedgehogs, fish, roadkill. Stoats will eat. Um, stoats will eat almost everything. They're not big on vegetables, but man, they are con- carnivorous like a mofo, and uh, they have good they have good eyesight and they have very good hearing and excellent sense of smell. Um, they can swim and travel great distances, distances up to seven miles-ish a day. They can go 20 miles per hour. Um, they have litters. Stoats have litters of four to six um, babies at a time and up to 12. Four to six is average and up to 12. This, this, are you ready? Um, yeah, they'll eat a naked mole rat, Brad. A, st- a stoat. I'm pretty sure that a stoat... A stoat's kind of a dinner guest that you really want. They'll eat just about anything you make. Um, so if you're, if you're looking for a, for a nice, polite dinner guest... Um, now, Rich, I can see... Uh, oh, I can see that you're watching, but it, I can't see... Uh, here we go. Um, they'll eat a naked mole rat, uh, butter stoats, <laughs> butter dick. They'll eat a butter dick, and they're fast. Yeah, 20 miles per hour. And a tiny, a tiny little thing going 20 miles per hour, that's fast. And they're, they're, I wouldn't say they're vicious, but they're predatorial. They, they eat all those things. Um, they're absent in the Mediterranean and around the Mediterranean countries in the south of Europe. Europe. A group of stoats is called a caravan. They, uh, they prefer marshy lowlands, but they can, they can live Everywhere they're loose in New Zealand, man. The the website in New Zealand about stoats because they were introduced <coughs> to combat their other introduced animal, the rabbit. Um, they uh, they can survive above the tree line. Um, they use the they use dens that they take from their prey, like they eat them and then live in their house. Gangsters, stoats are gangster. Um, they can get pregnant when they're two to three weeks old, and it's not uncommon for a female stoat to get pregnant when she is only two to three weeks old, blind, deaf, toothless, and hairless. Just a newborn stoat uh, impregnated by a male when it's a baby. But the babies don't grow until she's grown up in the next spring. And that's actually true of all the stoat matings. They mate in, um, according to the website, May and June, um, but what happens is they mate in May and June, and then the uh, implantation of the whatever you call it, the, when it's just a couple of cell, cells there, it implant it, 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 the implant delays 280 days, and then they have a gestation of just around 21 to 28 days, so about a month, and then they're born again. They're born in April and May, so they mate right after um, the young are born, and sometimes the young even get mated with. And then they don't give birth till a year later. Freaky. Freaky. The idea of pregnant babies is a little bit regurgitato on a Thursday for me. Uh, they, they live one to one and a half years. So um, I guess that's why they've got a mate right when they're born. They can live up to seven, but on average they live one to one and a half years. But yeah, 
that they can get pregnant when they're two to three weeks old, and it's not uncommon. Very freaky. Very freaky. <laughs> Phil, you haven't eaten a mammal since lunch. Michael Hughes, uh, you like the anagram of stoat, toast with cheese. Oh, that topic again, cheese. Well, everybody loves cheese. That's you got you to gotta say that. You got to say that when you're me. <clears throat> I am wearing pants today, though, Jen, uh, just FYI. Whoever's betting that I'm not wearing pants, you're wrong. I'm wearing pants today. Um, Julie, you gave up eating mammals when you graduated from vet school in 92. Interesting. Um, <laughs> it's not black tie, Rich. You don't have to have your pants on today. Um, <clears throat> yes, I'm glad I'm not a stoat, too. Um, I'm glad I'm not a lady stoat, and I'm glad I'm, I'm not a man stoat. Stoat versus otter. Uh, well, otters are, stoats can swim, but otters are better than the water, and they can go on land. So I like the chance, and I think otters be a bit bigger than a stoat. So if it's a face-off stoat and otter, uh, my money's on otter. But then again, I, I'm not a Vegas handicapper. But uh, if, just knowing what I know now from doing this show for almost a year, <laughs> my money's on otter in that battle. Um, <laughs> Tribbles are supposedly born pregnant. Yeah, those are fictional, Julie. Um, stoat tacos. Yeah. <coughs> Look, you cannot feel bad about eating a stoat. I don't know what they taste like, but those mofos are up to some terrible stuff. So they're, they're getting whatever they give. If you, you eat a stoat, I'm down with it. E- eat them and move into their den. That's, how, that's what they would do. When you ask yourself, what would a stoat do? It would eat you and move into your house. Um, Flavia, you didn't know it was Stoat Thursday. Um, <laughs> you just posted a baby Stoat video on your page yesterday. Oh my God! Well, put it in the uh, put it in the group chat. I can't, can't. I hope it's not a pregnant baby Stoat. Oh, they're. Uh, st- st- oh, Christopher, I like it. Stoat Stata. To- that's a Stoat Tostada. Stoat Stata. Mmm, nice. Bob, you have otters on your property. I don't. I believe you. you that uh, up there where you are, in uh, it's Maine, isn't it, or is it New Hampshire? You got a lot of you got a lot of good stuff. Um, I look like I belong in Vegas right now. Well, you know, it was dress up for this sing. You know, it's like the they were all having a not not karaoke, but a complete the lyrics contest. And so I wanted to dress up like I was hosting some kind of game show thing. So that's that's what I did. <clears throat> Dave, you were kayaking with beavers yesterday. Um, did was it just a coincidence that they were there, or did you was it prearranged? Crazy beavers. Well, I didn't. I didn't. How do you know? How do you know the beavers are crazy? What What's the difference between the regular sane beavers or normally well well adjusted beavers and the crazy ones? That's that's a question that I have for you on a Thursday. Um. Um, yeah, I'm in my shady Vegas dressing room. If you went into your dressing room in Vegas and this all this stuff was in there, yeah, it's. Let me tell you something. That's the problem with show business. You have this idea of how fantastic it is backstage, and it's not ever as amazing as you think it's going to be. Um, has anybody watched Mythic Quest on Apple TV? I have not. Todd, is it good? Ah. Um, uh, so yesterday we watched, Lady Jerry and I watched a show with our, um, oh my God, now I can't think about it. I can't think of it. It's a show on Apple Plus TV, 
and it stars the guy from Altered Carbon, who I can't say his name right now, but he's a real hunk of a dude, and he's an amazing actor. Uh, and uh, it's basically the premise of the show, and you find this out in the first three minutes. I didn't know this when we started watching it, because I thought it was about the Apollo space program, which it is, but it's an alternate history show where the Russians land on the moon first. And uh, so we watched the first episode of that last night. It's a drama. Um, and you get to see some people in some 1969 wardrobe going into 1970. And they go into uh, Houston Mission Control, which is Rocket Town, where I visited with my friend Dave Little, sometimes viewer and commenter on the show. Um, Oh, Keys, you and Uma watched I Care a lot, and you did not care for it at all. Oh, we were talking about that. Yes, Greg, exactly. Joel Kinnaman, thank you. Thank you. That is the name of the actor who is in Altered Carbon and is in this uh, show on Apple Plus TV. Um, Greg, way to be there for me, buddy. Um, <clears throat> looks like Dean Martin's dressing room. Where's Frank and Sammy? Well, Frank and Sammy are in heaven. I think if there if there is a heaven, I you, I got to believe they're there. That's, I'm a big Sammy fan. Um, so uh, what else have I got? What else have I got going? Oh, and the, and then as soon as we saw the beginning of this show about um, <clears throat> about the altered history. Oh, Rachel, I, I wanted to watch the show on HBO about uh, the altered history where um, Charles Lindbergh becomes uh, president. Uh, so if anybody has seen that and you enjoyed it, let me know. Uh, Rachel, you're saying, for Taika Waititi fans, you watch Hunt for the Wilder People. Yes, I highly recommend. From 2016, we saw that in New Zealand twice. It's very good. I, yeah, Hunt for the Wilder People is a, is a fun one. And sweet. Um, Greg, you're, you're the certified Beat the Geeks panel member. Always available. Thank you. Um, Jen, you're saying you discovered Peacock.com with a lot of cool shows, and you've been binge-watching newer Battlestar Galactica. I think that's available on one of the streamers, too. But, yeah, I watched all the Battlestar Galacticas. That was that was a fun one, the, the remake with Edward James Olmos. Um, Nomadland. I'm glad you enjoyed that, Keys. I watched that with Lady Jerry. We had a screener DVD of it, so we watched it a few weeks ago. But, uh, yeah, it was great. And the guy in it, Bob, no, this is a good, I don't know if you got this trivia, Greg, but the guy in it uh, who is is somewhat her mentor in living in her van is a guy who I've been watching on, I'm pointing to the computer right now because that's where I watch him on YouTube. He's got a channel uh, that's about uh, that's about uh, living in your vehicle and cheap RV living. He hosts this thing called the Rubber Tramp Rendezvous. I'm just seeing if there's an alert because his videos come up all the time. And he just had a live stream Q&A about Nomadland yesterday on YouTube, which I haven't watched yet. And uh, I'm interested in checking that out. Um, Ouija, you found us. You found your Stoat video. You'll share the link when it's uploaded. Excellent. Um, yes, Flavia. All I do need is a drink in one hand and a cigarette in the other. Um, 
Portlandia is always a winner, Jen. I did like Portlandia, but I have to say I found they were making fun of things that I knew that they liked. And I, I, I sometimes have a hard time when people are making hard fun of people who like things that they like, organic, farm, source, re local food. You know, they're making fun of it, but it's also a thing that they like. And it's I, I kind of... Uh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's I don't understand comedy sometimes. It just go it just something rubbed me wrong about Portlandia. Um Yes, Scott, Lindbergh as president, it does make the man in a high's castle seem like light TV. I think that, that that is the point of what happens. It, it goes a little it goes a little fascisty. <clears throat> can John, you're saying can we discuss cup building technology? Well, I don't really know what cup building technology is, but uh, I'm curious about it. I have a very high threshold for boredom. <laughs> so there you go. Um, did the chicken have a name? Mm, I didn't see that. Groin cup. Groin cup, Bob? Hmm. Uh, why don't we have... I could. I can't read. I'm just... I'm really drained from this corporate gig this week. <laughs> it was... A, it was... It was a long day of watching their content and trying to absorb it and understand it. So why don't we have, you can only imagine one president worse than Lindbergh, insert Trump joke here, Greg. Uh, well, we did that, though. That was a thing that we did. Um, a close shave. Peter the Great, Tsar of Russia from 1682 until 17. 25, that's a pretty good run for a czar, I think. I mean, maybe I'm wrong about that. But uh, <clears throat> wanted his countrymen to adopt Western customs and dress to discourage the growth of beards, which were then unfashionable in Europe. The czar first levied a tax on all beards and later decreed that men wearing beards would be shaved by force with a blunt razor or would have their whiskers removed one by one with a set of pinchers. On occasion, Peter personally cut off the beards of his noblemen. Well, that's something that if you watched The Great on uh, Hulu, you would have seen depicted in weird, altered, fictional history. And I do recommend that as a, for your viewing pleasure if you haven't seen that yet. Um... Keys, you're saying after last week you're in awe of the light bulb. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, Jen, you're asking if I'm done with the corporate gig. Yes, I am. Today was today was the finish of that. Hopefully, uh, next year they'll do their uh, conference in person, and I will be invited. I would love to do be part of it next year. Um, Ouija, here's the video of a stoat that was in your house raiding the kitchen. Oh my God, that is! I can't wait to watch it. I'm clicking on it so that I can watch it after the um after the show uh oh what happened did i just go to it accidentally oh i thought it was going to take me to another place but it uh, all right i thought it was going to open a new window that's no good laura you've been addicted to a youtube channel called foo the flower horn a guy who builds his own aquaria shows his fish and shrimp eating and it's bizarrely the most soothing thing you've ever seen. You've seen this year. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's a good rec recommendation. YouTube, um, YouTube, foo the flower horn. All right. There you go. 
<laughs> John, uh, that's nice. Funny young comedian did a bit about driving up the coast as in a Geo Metro buying a huge cup of soda. That was me uh, when I in my younger days. <clears throat> Oh, Keys is asking how you got the stoat out of your house. How do you get a stoat out of your house? Well, I mean, they'll eat almost anything. So if you if you can find something that's better to eat than what they're already eating, I think you're going to lure them out of the house like that. Um, yeah, stoats are definitely, they look friendlier than they sound. I, I would not, if you, if you see a stoat in the street, do not approach it. They're not friendly. Um... Ozzy Man on YouTube makes you uh, laugh every time, Jen. Well, there's some quality YouTube recommendations today. Um, have I been on the bike lately? Todd, I went for a bike ride on Sunday. Haven't been out since then. I'm going to ride because I've been working. But I'm going to go for a bike ride tomorrow to meet some friends for coffee in the morning. And uh, then I'm going to have a burger with Christella. And maybe she'll stay and do the show tomorrow. Maybe. Um that cannot be a promise, though. <clears throat> Keys, uh, oh, Ouija's answering Keys about the soda. It was living outside, but came in to get food. So you sealed the place where it was coming in. You had a bunch of people over, and the stoat was eating chicken wings. Yeah, I, I, I'd imagine they do love chicken wings. <laughs> Greg, you're saying you remember a joke from of mine from 1985. Oh, my God, I can't even... I can't even, uh, let's not, let's not, let's not today. Uh, oh, a tribute to cup building technology. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing, John. I'm sorry I didn't pick up on that earlier. I, I don't have instant access to all my old jokes. In fact, I've got to watch video of them sometimes to remember the jokes that I did. But yeah, the cup, cup building, where they give you the drink that's so big you can hardly fit it into your car. Some of those drinks they sell, not only are they not healthy, they're not practical. They're bigger than all the cup holders. Even the big, I had a giant cup holder in my truck and uh, it would not hold the giant truck. Jen, you're saying, who doesn't love chicken wings? Yep, yeah, uh, I, yes, I do enjoy chicken wings. It is a, uh, Usually you get the wing, and then you also get that. Well, there's the, there's when you're getting chicken wings, you get the you get the wing one, and then you also get the weird little peg leggy thing. I used to be able to just get those peg leg things at, at Long John Silver's. I loved that when I was a kid. I like the peg leggy one more than the. I, I if I had if I had to say my favorite ratio would be two to one peg legs to the actual little wingy tip thing, the crispy thing. It's fun to gnaw on that, but I, I don't need to get into that that much. Um, <laughs> uh, dude, you've been watching some of my old Letterman's lately. Freaking fantastic. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate that. Uh, I need to post some of the other ones that I've been taking off of the, the VHS tapes, although I have to say my VHS uh, ingestion and digitization has been on pause for a little bit. Biggest laugh, funniest joke of the day. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I, I, it's all the closing jokes. I mean, the, closers, the, close, the last joke you tell in the show is always often the biggest laugh. And if it's not, you move whatever the biggest laugh is to the end of the show, if you can. Sometimes it's in the middle of the story, and so it can't 
can't work that way. All right. Jake doesn't have any bad jokes. Oh, you're so sweet, Julie. Um, yeah, pick. Boneless chicken wings, that is not okay. That is not okay with me. I'm not, ax- I'm not ax- asking for bones to be removed. I'm just saying, um, can I tell the show ender joke? Well, there was a variety of show ender jokes. Um, uh, I, I'd have to go back and really um, check it out to do them justice, although I do remember this one. And there was a joke, and this was in the context. There were some other jokes before it that were, you know, kind of related. But I had a joke about, or a story about a woman. It was, it was, I was talking about the differences between men and women and how a, a woman friend of mine had found out about sex dolls and she was freaked out uh, by the fact that men would have sex with a plastic blow-up doll. And she was saying to me, can you believe that a man would have sex with a plastic doll. Can you believe that a man would put his penis in a plastic doll? And my joke was, well, it's not plan A. There you go. Uh, I hope you're happy, and uh, I hope that my corporate uh, clients are not watching the show right now. Uh, But there you go. Leslie, thank you about my shirt. I appreciate that. I, f- I feel like I should wear this shirt more. Um, do I record the corporate gigs for my own benefit? Um, no, I don't, Laura. And and they're not really... <coughs> Sometimes people who are getting ready to hire you for a corporate gig w- would like to see video of you doing another corporate gig without really realizing. Like, if I'm talking about things that apply specifically to this corporation and their pl- product and stuff, that's kind of their secret stuff, first of all. And second of all... It's jokes that are not going to be interesting or funny to someone at another company. Mm. The keys. Yeah, I think you told that joke in Austin. I may have told it. Every once in a while, one of the old ones will kind of come out in the context of something that's going on. Uh, But, yeah, I may have. I'm sure I did at one point. Um, (laughs) Rachel, it takes you back to seeing me live. Cannot wait till I'm on the road again. Well... Uh, yeah, that'll be quite. That'll quite be quite exciting when I'm out on the road again. Yes, John, the dog sab joke was another good one. That was a that was a good ending. Uh, <laughs> you've typed it in there. You've typed it. That's the problem with taking requests as jokes is that uh, people often will shout out the final punchline of the joke that or the story that they'd like you to tell, and then you tell the big long story, and then the punchline happens, and it's a little bit of a like spoiler alert you knew the funniest part of that joke before I even started the story. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you, John. It's, it's, it's nice to, it's nice to have fans. And that's one of the nice things, as I've said before on these, uh, daily briefings, the nice thing for me is to, is to connect with people who appreciate to feel a little bit of that love. It's nice for me. And I want to, I want you to feel the love back. So there you go. (laughs) Sounds like a song on the road again. It is a song, Mr. Willie Nelson. We had him on the show yesterday, a little picture of him from the Jazz Fest book. Now, what shall we do? Well, it's almost the end of the show. I feel like I should take my temperature. Um, What do we got? 97.7. I think that thing may actually be broken. And I'm going to do a quick question from the question box. And then uh, seize the day. We'll see you tomorrow. Um, 
<laughs> uh, this is a pretty good question from the question box, and I think um, I think it, this is a great time of life to be asked this question. Would you rather age forward or backwards from this point? And uh, I'd say I'm only going backwards if I get to come back this way again. But um, it's an interesting one. I've had some great times, and I, there's definitely things that... Um, that I would, uh, oh God, everybody's now, <laughs> everybody's now just going crazy with different jokes. Um, <laughs> Jen, you're saying, talk to your cousin who lives near me and he was telling you about the abundance of weed stores and bums, <laughs> which is, yeah, good weather. Oh, every, now I've got a thing where I, I'll meet a friend of mine for coffee and we'll walk down to the beach. We'll sit on this bench and it's right next to where the showers are for if you go surfing, they've got showers down there so you can rinse the sand off before you get back in your car. <laughs> you know, so if you're down there at nine in the morning, there's homeless guys who come over. They don't get completely naked, but they've like got a jar of shampoo and they, they're down to their shorts and then they go right digging in their trousers to get all their tackle clean. And uh, yeah. It's a wonderland. We don't have winter, but we do have some crazy uh, hygiene that's going on. Um, so anyway. <laughs> Flavie, that's nice of you to say. Yes, I'm trying to be here five days a week because this is my practice. This is my practice talking to people. I'm hoping that this skill set somehow translates into being on stage. Um, oh, so back to the question. Would you rather age forward or backwards from the point? this point? Julie's saying backwards, especially if you have your parents to take care of you when you're little. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. If I had my young parents to take care of me when I was old, I don't know if that would be good or bad. Um, <clears throat> I was just talking to my daughter the other day about, uh, you know, the, her responsibilities when we get old. I think I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go forwards. I don't think I want to go uh, backwards. I, I had some great times and I would love to be able to revisit those times. Uh, you know, they say your life flashes before your eyes uh, when you die. And if it if it was a real-time repeat, <clears throat> that would be all right. That would be all right with me. I think I would skip. I think I would start when I was, um, I don't know, 14. I don't I don't think I'd need to do those first 14 years again. But I think when I'd, st I think I'd take it from 14 up till now. But if I have my choice to age forwards or backwards... I'm going to pick forwards. And the good news is, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm doing it. I'm going to live forwards from here. How about that, everybody? But I'm going to save this question for Lady Jerry because I'll see what she says. I think she's probably going to say the same thing. Um, uh, Scott, you're saying the surfers in San Francisco change buck naked next to their cars. Um, yeah, well, they'll... they'll uh, I've changed when I go for my ocean walk. I'll wrap the towel around, take my shorts off, and then pull my sweatpants on under the towel. But I don't get completely naked. Um, <laughs> Keys is saying, you were on the beach high, and the shower was open, and there was a buck-naked uh, Japanese man showering next to you. Well, you meet a lot of nice people on the beach. And, uh, hey, naked, there's nothing wrong with being naked, as long as, as, long as you're cool about it. So let's be cool to each other when we're naked. That's our that's your challenge for tomorrow. Be cool to each other if you're naked. And now it's time. Oh my god. This is the beauty of having the phone 
It's time for Seize the Day. Seize the Day. So it's time for Seize the Day. Um, We're living our lives forwards, and that's what we're doing. Um, Today's Seize the Day is a proverb. All right? Great souls have wills. Feeble, Feeble ones have only wishes. Great souls have wills. Feeble ones have only wishes. Um, yeah, okay. I would say that's that's in that category of is that a is that a dream or a, a goal? And I think what you want to have is a will, and what you want to have is a goal. And it's okay to have wishes too. But if you're having wishes, you need to take action so they turn into goals and you actually get somewhere. But that's that's for motivational Monday. All right. Have a great Thursday night. Um, we had a, uh, I had a good time today. I'm just looking at the last few, uh, <laughs> uh, Jen, you're saying you dropped a towel and walked to a Seven Eleven naked once because someone bet you a dollar. Mm, a bet's a bet. And, uh, I'm all for when you're naked for comedy purposes, I have to say I'm a strong believer in that. Naked for comedy purposes, totally okay. If you're in a boat, you take off all your clothes and jump in the water, that is a solid party starter right there. So uh, that's your pro tip, your pro, your pro tip on boating. Uh, I don't know if it works with kayaking, Dave, but uh, you have to get back to me on that because I've got to go right now. Uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. And uh, what the heck? Be nice to a jerk. I'll see you tomorrow.